this episode. I know it's about Michael Lewis. I've listened to his podcast a few times, so I'm pretty keen to hear this one. Uh, the Big Short, which is another great movie. Oh, so, yeah, I love that movie. This person helped me create a new myth about myself. Be aware of the story that you're telling yourself. Is it empowering or is it disempowering? Mm. Life offers you moments. Seize them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Grab them, run with them. Even if they suck a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan. And hi, everybody. I'm Mark Shank. And uh, your turn this week, Sean. Yep. And uh, I know it's about Michael Lewis. So I've listened to his podcast a few times, so I'm pretty keen to hear this one. Yeah, actually, he's got a great podcast, hasn't he? So, uh, yeah, he's one of my favorite authors. I've read a whole bunch of his books. But he's the guy that has written books that have got to the, the turned into films, you know, like Moneyball was, of course, a great, very movie. popular one. Uh, there was The Blind Side, which I say to people, you know, in my family, it's very hard to find movies that we'll all watch, but we will watch inspirational sport movies. So Blind Side fits perfectly in that. Uh, the Big Short, which is another great movie. Oh, so, yeah, I love that movie. Michael Lewis seems to be very interested in, you know, he, he came out of a, um, you know, sort of a trader, Wall Street trader sort of job, but he's very interested in sport. But he was telling the story I heard um, about, you know, when he was when he was a young father, he was a baseball player. In fact, I, that's what I did when I was uh, a kid in Australia, which is a bit unusual. Old man was American, so that was the sport to play. So I played baseball. And uh, he was also a baseball player. And he said, you know, he had a sort of view of himself as, you know, sort of just bumping along and didn't really think too much about, you know, what what he was going to do or how he's going to do it. But he said, I said, it all changed uh, in a baseball game in his freshman year at high school. So that's first year high school. And he was sitting on the bench. He was the sort of the, the backup uh, pitcher for this team. And his team was holding on to a 2-1 lead. You know, it's the bottom of the ninth, so this is right at the end of the game. Uh, they've got one out uh, there. Uh, and, you know, and at the, their pitcher, it was just a guy, uh, if he sort of says, in New Orleans, if he's pitching, you're going to win, right? It was kind of like the rule. But their coach made a, a, a silly error. He went out to the mound to give advice uh, to this pitcher, and you can only do it once within our innings. He did it twice, so they had to pull the pitcher off, right? So all of a sudden, here he was, Michael Lewis. He has to stand up on the mound and pitch. But before he goes out, his coach walks up to him and just puts two hands on his shoulders, you know, and facing directly at him, and he gets so close to him. He reckons that you could just slide a piece of paper between their noses. He was that close, right? And without saying anything, you know, he just held that for a moment. And then he glanced up the line to third base and just said, pick him off. The bases, the bases were almost loaded, you know. Had someone on third, the first base, a runner on third base. That's a very, very dangerous situation. Well, uh, it is when you're, you know, you're only two, one up, right? You know, mm. this is this is right down to the wire. So anyway, uh, Michael goes out to the mound and he stands there for, and, and all of a sudden it just occurs to him that this coach has got this absolute belief in him that this is his moment. 
and he really felt it. And he said he stood there and all of a sudden he just shot that ball to the third base, bam, tagged hit that guy out, one guy down. Then guy in front of him, three strikes, he's out, game's over, they win, right? And of course he's he's everyone is you know, so excited and um um and the next day he goes to school and he gets this message that he has to go to the principal's office and he's going, Oh my god, what's this about? Um and the principal just sat him down and just sort of said, I was speaking to the coach this morning. Um, you've showed enormous courage and, and sort of laid it out about just how tremendous he did, you know, in that situation under that pressure. And he said it was that point that the coach and, and also the principal had created a new myth for him right about this person who succeeds who can handle pressure who can you know do the right thing at the right time under that sort of uh, sort of scrutiny if you like and he said from that point he could feel his life changing you know all of a sudden it was sort of just things would just take off anyway i heard that and i thought you'd enjoy that oh uh, i love that it. story you know yeah. it's a, it uh, really jumped I, out for me i love it i'm already just running through the list of business points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, I think there's a lot in that. Um mm. but tell yeah, me I like I like the um the the imagery of the you know like the, the noses were so close that you could barely slide a piece of paper between them. Um, right, right. Yeah, you can feel the intensity of that, right? Yeah. And uh and no, the coach just glancing up and saying very simple words, pick him off. Pick him off. Pick him yeah. off. That's it. Take out third. Yeah, and, you know, those interactions are really simple interactions. This is a thing I find really interesting about this story. That's not not a lot happens in the story, in a sense. Um, you know, it's just these few basic things, but they're all very human things. It's human to human. You know, it's a little internal dialogue, I suppose. But, um, yeah, it's, a sim- it's in some ways a very simple story. When he was talking about it, did he talk about how he felt as he was going up to the to the? No, to the he he didn't. He sort of he sort of put all of the feeling at the point where he got to the mound, and where it was the coach... almost it was almost like a. By the time he had already had the interaction with the coach, he walked out to the mound. It was almost like that was a you know mm. just disappeared for him, and then he was standing on the mound, and that's when he um, had the. The feeling, okay, this is the epiphany, almost the epiphany for him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was uh, reading, uh, I've got it here actually, reading this interesting book by David Mamet, you know, the screenwriter and uh, playwright, right? And uh, one of the things he talks about right at the beginning of that book was how, you know, one of the tests of a story is how much you can take out and it still stands as a story. And and I I haven't really tried it with this particular story, but I just wonder, you know, how much you could take out and it would still stand as a, an interesting story for someone to hear. Um, but I think it's it's an interesting exercise to you know, put your mind through mm. from a story perspective. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm not sure that there is a lot you can take out of that because it's a relatively compact story anyway. And yeah, uh, you know, you take out too much and you lose the context. Doesn't make so, sense anymore. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense anymore. So, mm. anyway, um, but, so I, I loved it. It look, it reminded me of an experience I had maybe oh, I was twenty, 20 I don't know, ten or fifteen years ago. Eighty so, years ago. 
in the noughties, maybe 2008, 2009. I was running a session in uh, in Sydney, just near Central Station, and it was with the uh, most of the engineering uh, department of the Department of Main Roads. And it was a big room. There was fifty people in the room, and I did that jumpstart storytelling thing we used to do, where you get people in small groups, and each of them shares a story, then they break up into other groups, and they they hear maybe I don't know fifteen, twenty stories. Uh, and then you just ask them to put their hand on the shoulders of the might, might be a little you know inappropriate these days, but put your hand on the shoulder of the person who told the story that had the most impact on them. Yeah. And the person with the most impact, you know, the look was just so obvious. There was one person in the room that had heaps and heaps of of hands on their shoulder, and it was I was a little bit worried or disappointed because it was the, actually the head guy. Um, and I, oh. I'd, I'd prefer if it wasn't the head guy who had the best story, right? But yeah. anyway. Uh, I just said, so can you tell everybody so everyone can hear this story? He goes, I don't understand what the fuss is about. Like, this is just a tiny little thing. But, you know, I just remember when I was a young fella here, I was in my early 20s, and I went to a meeting and I presented something and I got torn to shreds. You know, there was senior people in the room and they were, you know, I I felt like I'd I'd been torn apart when I got out of that meeting. Anyway, my boss said, come with me went down his office and he shut the door and he said, look, things like that are going to happen in your career, but it's important that you keep one thing in mind. And that is that within a few years, you're going to be running this organization. right? And so you need to have that in your mind. And he goes, and I remember that all these years later, that has helped me on my career path. Wow. And again, it's a, it's a similar sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's right. Like it's that. expectations. Again, yeah. I, I like this phrase that, uh, Michael Lewis was using, which is uh, this person helped me create a new myth about myself, right? Mm. In the sense of what is the story you tell yourself, and and what's the res- how can other people help you get that story, right? I mean, obviously, parents are doing this with their kids, uh, leaders are doing this with their people. Um, it's it's a really important uh, role people play um, in a whole range of different areas. So, um, I mean, we haven't really talked about what we could do to improve that story, or, um, but do you want to jump straight into business points unless you've got a, a good little uh, suggestion for improvement? Yeah, no, as I say, I think it was a pretty compact telling. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, what, what, look, I guess the one downside yeah. of that is that yep. it's, a, it's a sports story. And we've just always got to bear in mind that sports stories don't always work in mixed audiences. Yes. Right. Oh, by the way, so, the, I think one of the reasons why that story could work too, um, apart from the, I understand what you say with the sports story side, is that because it's a famous person, right? Yeah. And and I purposely added that stuff about Moneyball and Blindside and whatnot. It's not in his telling of the story. Mm. Um I put yeah, that in so that people have context. Who is this yeah. Michael Lewis? A lot of people would never heard of him, right? Mm-hmm. But once you hear those movies, you might get a connection to it and you go, okay, this guy's done some interesting things. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because you could have said, oh, I went to school with uh, Sam Smith and, you know, and that happened to him. Hey, what's he doing now? Well, nothing much. Works in the public service. Um, you know, I mean, it's a different yeah, it sort of story, impact. right? Yeah. yeah, he's a good bloke, yeah. Catch up yep. with him every now and then. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, business points. Let's have a crack at business points. Well, okay. 
little things can make a big difference. Right, right. So the 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 coach saying, pick him off, and the 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 principal saying, good job. Yeah. Um, that yeah made a big difference. I think there is something too about the intensity. You know, putting the hands on that kid's shoulder and just getting that close to them, just sort of with that feeling of you've got this, right? Yeah. So what's the There's... business point there is that, you know, maybe around if you're going to do something like that, then you've got to mean it. Yeah. I mean, there is something about the physical proximity. I know this might be hard in a business context, but there was something about that, right? Um, that ha- that That's what really gives the feeling in many ways and yeah so and i i I agree it gives you a feeling of intensity in the telling of the story and it's a detail that's important but not i'm I'm not i'm kind of not seeing the link to that to a business point Um, well what i'm what i'm saying is you know like if maybe the business point might be hey you can be standoffish with your people you know you can sort of you know share things with them you know miles apart but sometimes you have to get up close and personal. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Sometimes and you have to put the hand on the shoulder and just, you know, sort of, you know, there is something about, um, you know, that sort of, uh, you know, what you call it, like an intimate interaction, you know, that you're close, so you're personal, you're, you're really feeling it in some way, right? Yeah, I, I I worry about that as a business point though because uh, you know could like, be taken you know, in the wrong way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like so, yeah. I, I I personally that I would not use that, but I would I would do the one about intensity. And if you're going to do something like that, and if you want to do make sure you mean it. Make yeah. sure that they feel it. Um, so uh, maybe something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right. The um, I think there's another uh, business point about setting expectations so you know have big expectations and belief in your people right and i think this is illustrated by both the coach and the principal you know especially the coach there's a a really tight situation maybe he didn't have any other choice than michael lewis but he got michael lewis to believe in himself in that moment and then Mm -hmm. that carries on you know through his life that's why michael sees it right um so I think there's something there as well. Yeah, yeah, I, mm. absolutely, absolutely. Another one is be aware of the story that you're telling yourself. Is it empowering or is it disempowering? Mm. Yeah. You know, I there's a story I've told myself for a long time, which is actually a bit disempowering, right? And that is when I was um, just in year 12, I went cherry picking. And, you know, I took it pretty easy in my cherry picking approach. I picked enough cherries just to... Uh, get a get a pub meal essentially that night at the at the pub, and so and the orchard manager came up to me. And I won't say his exact words, but he more or less said, "Sean, you're very lazy, right?" And that really stuck with me because he said it with intensity. I have to say, <laughs> he said it with an amount of intensity which you just don't forget. And I must admit, I, that, that's something I have in my mind, even though all the evidence points against this, right? Um, I always said, I always think to myself, hey, I'm a bit of a lazy guy, you know, I don't really push it too hard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> being lazy is not, you know, like we've been business partners for 
<laughs> nearly 20 years and being lazy has never been a a, a, a a concept that I've associated with you. So Right. Well, I'm glad to hear that. But uh, yeah, but it's interesting the stories you tell yourself, right? Mm. It's, it's, uh, they can really uh, throw you. Yeah. Um, great. I think that's a great set of business points, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you can get more out of that. Oh, absolutely. We could spend more, more time mm. talking about business points. Mm. Of course, one of the things that's kind of interesting about that story is that he did pick him off and he did strike out the next guy and it was yeah. and it did work. What happens if he did didn't? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could play the Jeffrey Robinson hypothetical on that one. You know, what's the you know, and everyone's going, Oh, you let us down. That's Michael. right. Exactly. Well, that's an interesting one because of course, then what's the what's going to happen in the next opportunity? Will the coach grab him by the shoulders again and and give oh, him the next, like that requires some level of, of persistence by the leaders, right? To, to keep trying. Right. Take and them to that next level. There, it takes me to another business point, which is life offers you moments. Mm. Seize them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Grab them, run with them. Yeah. Make the most of them. Yeah. Embrace them. Even if they suck a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Mark. What are you going to give it? What's oh, uh, uh, what's your really, out of ten? Oh, I'm going to give it. I'm I'm going to give it an eight. You're going to give it an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I'm going to give it an, a solid eight as well. Um. Yeah. I enjoyed telling that story and. And uh, what, you know, because it's such a visual, you're right in amongst it. You kind of, you kind of relive it as you tell it. You know, I could my whole body's moving as I tell that story. So, yeah, that was great. Well, yeah. everyone, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed that uh, story, and and uh, you can sort of see where you might be able to tell tell that. Um, remember uh, to keep in mind that you know the way to remember these stories is tell it to someone that you know you know. Have a bit of a conversation, just like Mark and I are doing now right, about what it means, how you would use it, what we like about it. And then once you've done that, just tell it a few times. And here's the lovely thing is that six months from now, you won't be thinking, thinking of that story. And then someone will say something like, yeah, but, you know, don't you really have to show some sort of expectation for or have belief in your people? And bam, that story will just pop into your mind. And then mm. you've got the option. This is a lovely thing. You've got the option to tell it you know, to reinforce the point or to, to make the point. Like, you know, your story you told about that leader in main roads, you weren't thinking about that, you know, before it just pops into your mind, were you? You probably haven't thought about that ex situation for a long time, Mark. Yeah, in years. Yeah, exactly. So this is how it works, right? It's just something will trigger the story. Anyway, get out there and practice. Well, thanks everyone for, you know, listening to Anecdotally Speaking. We really appreciate it. Uh, tune in next week uh, for your next episode of How to Put Your Stories to Work. Bye for now. Anecdotally Speaking was engineered by Dave Stokes from author to audio. <laughs>